News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The first match of the FIFA World Cup takes place this Sunday and over the coming weeks, people across the country, across the globe, will have their eyes glued to the drama. It is the world's biggest sporting event, but should we be watching at all? Ian O'Doherty, columnist with the Irish Independent, a long-time football fan as well. You won't be watching. Tell us why. I refuse to have anything to do with this tournament whatsoever. Um, I don't care. And it like that actually breaks my heart. I mean, for the last bunch of tournaments, I've actually saved up all my holiday time and I've tried to take as much of the month off for the World Cup. And I just sit at home um, with a spreadsheet on my left-hand side and... <laughs> All the table groups on my right hand side, and like, do you remember, like in Shoot magazine when we were kids, you'd, you'd you'd sit there and you'd meticulously fill in all the groups and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I love the World Cup. I love the World Cup more than anything else. It is always the highlight of the four year period for me. And I don't know who's playing on Sunday. I don't care. I won't be watching any of it. Um, basically, FIFA they didn't just give the World Cup to the Middle East. They gave the World Cup to the Middle Ages when they gave it to Qatar. Qatar is a disgraceful slave nation. Um, and I've actually seen a degree of the sports wash, and I've had two invites to go over to Qatar in the last couple of years um, f- to be wined and dined and have lobster and champagne and stuff like that. And I just refused on both occasions. Um, I simply... It, I was too young. I wasn't a journalist when, say, South Africa and apartheid was around. Um, I was still in school. But to me, there's no difference between having anything to do with the World Cup in Qatar or having something to do with South Africa in, during the apartheid areas. Um, it's absolutely disgraceful. And it's another breaking of the strand of love between me and international football. It's just it's an appalling, appalling decision. And as we're hurtling ever closer to it, I think more people are really realising this. I mean, we have the 6,000 uh, migrant workers um, and funny enough, the second Im- invitation that I got to go over was to have a look and see how great their stadiums were. And I, go, I replied, I was slightly interpret in my uh, reply to them. In fact, I, I was extremely bloody rude. Um, it was like, I have no interest in going over to look at the, the graveyard of Nepalese workers. Um, like, we just seem to have lost all sense of moral principle when it comes to this particular World Cup. I mean, we all knew that FIFA was a rotten organisation anyway. Um, And now it almost feels as if they're rubbing our noses in it. It's disgusting. Like, like, I'm not Mr. Morality. And the the thing is, I don't blame the players for going. It's a World Cup. You know, how, how, how often will most players get to play in a World Cup? You can't blame them. I don't blame the journalists for going over. You have to cover the story. Um, What I do blame, though, is these monstrous hypocrites like David Beckham and Gary Gary Neville in particular. I mean, Beckham is basically just a a marketing machine made flesh, so you almost wouldn't put it past him. But for the last few years, we've had Gary Neville lecturing us on everything. And yet, as soon as he gets an offer from BN Sports, which is the Qatari TV station, boom, off he is. He's going over. And I don't know know if you saw uh, Neville on... Have I got news for you last week? No, I, re- I um, read your your piece and he, he got completely roasted by um, by Hislop. By Ian Hislop. And 
as, and I have to say, I mean, have I got news for you? It's been pretty rubbish for the last couple of years. Um, but that was actually, that was a great moment. Oh, okay. Um, look, you, you, look, you put a really, really persuasive argument. Very, very difficult to to. to to, to counter it I, I'm struggling to counter it to be quite honest but but let me try the world is an imperfect place there is lots of imperfect uh, countries regimes I think only 10% of us or 9% of us live in a true democracy if we started excluding every nation based on their morality there'd be very few places where you could ever play a World Cup well you have to make your stand at some point, you know, you can't. I mean, I, find, I understand that argument, right? Um, but I do think the, the people who tend to put up that argument don't even really mean it themselves. They go, oh, look at what we're doing over here or whatever. Um, what about this the, the, Yeah, I mean, but this is a country, like, let's put it this way. Any woman going over there, I mean, there have been recent reports of Western women who've been raped in Qatar, who have done the right thing by going to the police to obviously report their assault. And then they've been arrested for having sex outside marriage. This is the level of what we're dealing with. Could the World Cup help bring about change? Could no, hosting it, it there? Well, let, let's put it this way. The, the, up until a few weeks ago, the Qatari regime were saying, oh no, this is going to help open us up. And Gianni Infantino... The, the appalling head of FIFA is saying, oh, this is, this is helping to bring about uh, massive changes. Um, no, it's not. And um, the, the, one of the stories that was breaking last night at about three o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm an insomniac, so I just have to stay up reading the papers. Um, there was a Danish crew doing a live broadcast from Qatar, and the Qatari security officials, the security police, turned up and said that they were going to break their cameras. Okay. Um, there, was another, there was another journalist um, arrested for taking pictures in the media centre. Yeah, it, right? it, 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 no, all, all fair points. Just, just before you go, Tom has texted in asking, did Ian watch the Russian World Cup? Same bidding process, and Russia is hardly a paragon of democratic virtue. Uh, I did watch it. I, I couldn't understand why it had been given to them. But don't forget... Russia four years ago was very different. I mean, the, the, the big problem with them at the time was Crimea, but there's whole, there, there was a whole historical argument, um, going back to Khrushchev, about whether they had a right to try and take Crimea back. So Russia back then, not, if, if the World Cup was going on in Russia now... Not a democracy. Not a democracy back then. Not a paragon of virtue when it came to things like LGBT rights. No, but the thing is, even then, they were nothing like Qatar. Again, Shane... The comparison with Qatar isn't Russia at the last tournament. The comparison with Qatar is apartheid South Africa. That's the bottom line. And look, if people want to watch it, let them watch it. I've had a lot of people since I've... I've written about this quite a lot over the last while. Um, And I'm, I'm amazed at how many people actually agree with me, which is, well, I'm just always amazed at anybody who agrees with anything <laughs> I wrote, um, to be honest with you. But a lot of people are just going, no, they're just turning their backs on it. They don't care. And okay. I think this, I think I'll be watching a lot about the World Cup on the news channels because I think it's going to be an absolute disaster. It's going to be an absolute bloody disaster. If people want to watch it, let them watch it. I'm not in the business of telling people what to do. It's entirely up to them. All I can say is that from my own point of view, I like I would normally be sitting down really, really excited uh, for the first match 
not no matter time. who it is. Um, yeah. I just I'll, I'll be out in the kitchen. I'll just be cooking my dinner, and I'll be paying no attention to it. Ian O'Doherty, columnist with the Irish Independent. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.